by being an MIT student. So hi Rishabh, can you please introduce yourself? Hi, hello, very nice to meet you and thank you for having me. Uh, and more than happy to help you and your uh, viewers help understand how the admission process works and what to expect once you get into MIT. Sure, so start with your background. So at what point of time after college or after college, at what point of time you know that you need to do MBA? Like... Great question. So a uh, quick I want to start by giving a quick background about myself and then I can tell you that my point was uh, It is not a binary point. It is a, uh, you know, it's a flow when you realize that at some point, you know, now is the time to take a step back and really look at what the next step is. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm originally from Delhi. I was born in Delhi um, and uh, grew up in Abu Dhabi uh, in UAE. Uh, came back to Delhi for my undergrad, did my engineering, uh, like a lot of other young Indian males and uh, I started off in consulting. So I was working at PwC for a couple of years and then I decided ki I can't do corporate life anymore. I need to take a break and I went and started working for a startup incubator in Dubai. It was part of the Google for Startups network. That's where I started getting very close to the startup environment, working very hands-on with some early stage startups back in Dubai, also in the broader Middle East. And I realized that, uh, you know, I... I've been in this consultant, advisor, mentor kind of a role for far too long. And I want to jump and start getting into more of execution. Execution and more, um, and, and, and really build upon skills that I have zero experience in, like finance, operations, or even marketing to some extent. Uh, and I was, it was during that process I realized uh, probably I need to go for an MBA. Um, it was always at the back of my mind, but that really cemented that uh, the challenges I was facing, that uh, I should really um, go and build these skills, build a network that can help me grow. Uh, and that's when I started looking at it. So like, I would say like 2019 is when I moved to Dubai, 2020 is when I first applied to business school, uh, didn't get in. Um, 2021, I applied again, 20, 2020, I applied again, and then finally got in and 21 is when I went. Interesting. So you said corporate life was not for you. You thought that you had job, right? I wouldn't say that corporate life is not for me. It's just the job I was in. Uh, I felt that my learning had saturated. Uh, I was being more bogged down by a lot of processes, approvals, and like, you know, rule books. And I felt I was not being challenged enough. So us point of something interesting, let's get into the startup world, uh, you'll get to work on new problems, uh, solve new things. So that was the transition for me. Yeah, it's very relatable because every engineering student or an engineer feels this in the corporate world. I've seen that you code, once you become a project master, after that you don't think that you have to this project. Many people companies switch but your decision MBA taraf ke Aapne bola ki networking was your goal but did you why did you think ki networking aap corporate world mein nahi kar pa rahe ho? 
That's a fair question. Uh, it was not just about networking, it was also about skill building. Um, I was also concerned about the fact that I had done my engineering, but I have never really worked in finance, operations, marketing. I don't have that skill set. That's one. The second one uh, was key, uh, both in my first job at PwC and my second job while I was working at the startup incubator, I was surrounded by people who had done their MBAs from abroad. And I could see the uh, impact uh, the MBA had on their professional and personal lives. Professionally, of course, you get a lot of job opportunities, uh, you get access to networks, and network is very, very important in some jobs that, for example, banking, consulting, uh, even for some other sales, VC, network is really important. Uh, and there's absolutely no question that a business school degree, especially from a good school, can give you access to that network. Uh, so yeah, there was the skill building part, there was a network part, and of course, just like building your personality, personal growth, uh, the entire journey that they went through, the, the way they told me, uh, I was really motivated and inspired and I was like, yeah, sure, let me let me take a plunge and do it. Wow, this is very helpful because this actually, you know, for us who are writing their MBA application, this kind of gives us to think how they can frame their answer of why MBA. It's a very important question for all of the big B schools. Now getting into big big B schools, you did your engineering from Delhi. Which college was it? Sorry. Uh, Delhi Technological University. Yes. Uh, previously called Delhi College of Engineering. Now, our mind makes a notion that in schools, I have MIT so many times, Harvard so many big B school has majority of the students coming from IITs, NITs and BITs. I have profile. So what do you think helped you get in? And MIT you choose MIT? So first I want to answer your question about having profiles coming from IIT, NIT, BITs. I don't necessarily think that um, having an engineering or an undergrad degree from these colleges is a sure and certain guarantee of getting into a top business school. I have a number of friends here at MIT and other business schools who did not come from these uh, colleges. So I would say that uh, business schools do look at the overall profile beyond just your undergrad. They look at your GMAT, they look at your work experience, your personal professional lives, and then look at it as a whole while assessing that decision. So if you know, if you don't have a degree from any of these colleges, don't feel demotivated. Uh, there is a lot of um, strength in other parts of your application which you can play to and uh, get into a good business school. I agree to your point, but it's very discouraging to look at every big B school's profile. Oh, 90% students from this college and I'm not one of them. 90% students from consulting. I am an engineering student. So it's very demotivating to like, you know, look at all of those profiles. So how did you convince yourself that you can make it? Uh, to your point, it's very accurate that a lot of these business schools pick up students who come from consulting and, you know, your traditional profiles, but things are changing now. Even business schools have realized that they want diversity in their cohort. They want to see people who've done something different. So if you look over the past few years, a lot of people, what they do is that they work in consulting for two to three years and then do something else for another two years. This is pretty much what I did. I worked in consulting for two years and then started working for a startup incubator. So having that diversity is uh, good, not just for, if you're looking at it from a business school admission perspective, but even for you professionally. Like the last two years I spent at that incubator, I learned way more than what I had learned the first couple of years in consulting. So 
keep that in mind like try and diversify your profile try and get different types of work experiences and you never know you might find an interesting problem to solve which you might want to do post mba yeah that's a wonderful point kyunki एक स्टूडेंट जिसकी बैकग्राउंड सिर्फ इंजीनियरिंग में है एंड सिर्फ सॉफ्टवेयर इंजीनियरिंग एक्सपीरियंस है दैट रियली डजेंट टेल द स्कूल कि यार कि सारे इंजीनियरिंग स्टूडेंट्स माइक्रोसॉफ्ट गूगल से आ रहे हैं हाउ विल दे फाइंड हाउ विल दे एबल टू डिफ्रेंशिएट तो डिफ्रेंशिएट करने के लिए डू यू थिंक गोइंग इन टू स्टार्टअप इज अ गुड आइडिया that's one way to differentiate so if you have everyone who's applying from a corporate professional experience agar aapke paas startup experience hai you can show that you you know really roll your sleeves up got your hands dirty uh, being scrappy that's a different experience to add to your profile there are other ways to differentiate as well speak to your strengths maybe you're a good uh, violinist maybe you travel a lot maybe a good photographer or a youtuber like you uh, so talk about these things these things because at the end of the day schools are looking for personalities they're not looking for acha ye resume pe iit gaya ye mckinsey gaya isko le lo that's not how it works you need to show them the overall picture about who you are wonderful now let's get to know about why mit up i'm pretty sure with your background you must be got getting accepted to many many schools now why mit yeah so uh, that's a good question why mit uh, i was choosing between a couple of schools and the decision framework that i used was ki yeah mere ko back to my goals uh, working with these startups in dubai i realized ki i want to transition to the tech industry and uh, because that was my goal MIT made the most sense. Uh, MIT's network capabilities in tech as a whole is unparalleled. Like the kind of access you get to people in whichever tech industry you want, uh, it's 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 much better than what would what I would get at another business school. So that was one major reason why I chose MIT. The other reason was uh, MIT's focus on experiential learning. So a lot of times you hear like, yeah, business school and grad school is like you come to the class, you do your stuff, you do your problem sets, you do your case studies, and it's done. Uh, MIT has a huge focus on experiential learning. So we have a bunch of experiential learning classes called labs, action labs, uh, which which basically give you a hands-on experience or whatever skill you're trying to get. For example, we have an analytics lab, we have a finance lab. Uh, we also have labs specific to countries. So, if you want to gain experience in India, we have an India lab. If you want to gain experience in um, Africa or uh, any other emerging market, we have the G lab. So, it was this focus on experiential learning and learning by doing uh, mentality that really pulled me towards MIT, different from other business schools. Uh, another thing that I would like like to add to the second part is key academic rigor. Personally, for me, everyone comes in with different priorities to business school. कुछ लोगों को time pass करके चिल मारना होता है. I wanted a more wholesome experience. I wanted to learn. So I wanted to choose a program which had that academic rigor. So MIT uh, is known for uh, for its academic rigor. It's not crazy, but at the same time, it's not like a light program where you can just like uh, get around. And the last reason was uh, the network. uh in middle east particularly so my family is in the middle east uh long term if i have to go back there's a very strong network of mit mit is a good and recognized brand over there uh mit would probably have opened more doors for me uh, compared to any other business school so yeah these are the three reasons i decided to go to mit those reasons are definitely very powerful but maine suna hai as a contrary that kafi mit students are really really nerd in terms of networking maine reviews padhe the online for mit it might be for engineering but some people say in terms of networking many mit students down the line 10 15 years baad reply nahi karte 
as often as HBS and other business schools. Is that true? Uh, well, I don't have enough data to back that, but so far my experience has been positive. Like it's 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 similar to any other uh, you know networking activity, right? Like you reach out to ten people and like two people will respond. Mm-hmm. It has got nothing to do with uh, MIT people being nerds or uh, not nerds. Um, so I think it's also important to differentiate between MIT and Sloan at this point. Sloan is the business school, MIT is the engineering school. Sloan, obviously, networking is the bread and butter. You can't deny it. So, you know, people reach out, tend to respond if you're, you know, if you're, if you're a Sloanie, if you're from a graduating class earlier. Um, uh, my response has been, my my, um, my experience has been positive. I, I won't say that, you know, people haven't responded. People have responded genuinely. Wonderful. Now coming to networking topic, Kafi log jaise aapne kaha ki networking is majority of the reason why people go for MBA. Maine suna hai ki like when you go to Europe, when you go to like other countries, wahan pe batch is much more diverse as compared to the US. Uh, like MIT, Harvard, everywhere you see majority of students from USA, India, China. These students are more than the US, but in Europe it's much more diverse. To aapka usse kya kehna hai? Like does it make difference? in terms of networking jitna diverse ho background um i had the same thought when i was deciding between applying to us schools and europe schools europe schools are very very diverse there's no doubt like 90% of their classes are international whereas us ke andar kya hota it's around 30 to 40% mm-hmm. um 30 to 40% international and 60ish percentage is uh, you know us nationals us residents i would say my experience at sloan it doesn't really uh, make a huge difference whether you're 40% of your class is international or 90% because the classroom especially in the first semester the the admissions team the mba program committee they make a concerted effort to make sure that you know aapki jo core team banti hai they are represented by diverse nationalities diverse career backgrounds so you get that perspective in a small group even the classrooms uh, the class sections the way they are divided uh, not just at mit but let's say even at hps they divided in a way that you have people from different nationalities different backgrounds coming and speaking so your learning from these uh, people who come from different backgrounds happens irrespective mm-hmm. so my i i i've had friends from different countries over here i've learned from them we have cultural functions from different uh, communities it's it's wonderful so um i don't feel in any way ki you know this program is dominated by non internationals or you know maybe we should have had more diversity i think the committee has done a great job in assembling the class i agree as well main bhi jab bhi mit jata hu i see like all kinds of cultural fest whether it's indian chinese even like countries jo aapne shayad kabhi suna bhi na ho cambodia like venezuela every country has their own cultural fest and that makes it so diverse and i didn't feel like ki i am in us at that point i was like i am like i am i am connected to students all over the world here it felt amazing no absolutely hamare uh, i don't know if you heard of this it's called c functions c functions happen every couple of months and uh, every two months one community let's say the indian community will decide to host the c function they'll have like indian food indian dances uh, indian cultural shows as a japan sea function hota hai africa sea function hota hai so a lot of people come together and it's a cultural extravaganza i would say the diversity here is great not just in the classroom but also in the social circle and um, you enjoy it a lot 
वाओ नाउ लेट मी अंडरस्टैंड आपने बोला था कि इन एम आई द लर्निंग इज एक्सपेरिमेंटल लर्निंग राइट तो मैंने जितना सुना है कि मेजोरिटी ऑफ बिजनेस स्कूल हैज केस स्टडी बेस्ड लर्निंग लाइक यू पिक अप अ केस हंड्रेड पीपल कॉमेंट ऑन इट एंड यू गेट अ डिफरेंट परस्पेक्टिव इन एम बी ए क्लास रूम एंड यू यूर सरप्राइज वेन यू गेट वन क्वेश्चन की आपको दस पहलू सौ पहलू मिलते हैं यू गेट वेरी फैसिनेटेड बाई दैट सो वॉट डज एक्सपेरिमेंटल लर्निंग कम्स इन टू इट वॉट मेक्स दैट यूनिक इन टर्म्स ऑफ लर्निंग right so it's experiential Sorry. not experimental so you uh, experience the uh, the course or the function that you're learning uh, by you know being in that environment but i'll answer your first question around case studies so mit ke andar jo hamari padhai hoti hai it's a mix of case studies it's a mix of lectures and of course this experiential learning so kuch kuch classes mein hame cases diye jaate hain usme hame prepare karna hota hai कुछ क्लासेस में एज अ प्रोजेक्ट यू हैव टू गो आउट देयर यू हैव टू टॉक टू कंपनीज यू हैव टू गेट समथिंग डन फॉर एग्जांपल हमारी एक एनालिटिक्स लैब होती है उसके अंदर आप एक किसी कंपनी के साथ एनालिटिक्स पे एक प्रोजेक्ट करते हो फाइनेंस लैब होती है उस पर आप एक फाइनेंशियल फाइनेंस के प्रोजेक्ट पे काम करते हो कुड बी अ डील सो दैट इज दी एक्सपीरियंशियल लर्निंग पार्ट जिसके अंदर बिकॉज यू आर एक्चुअली अप्लाइंग दोज कॉन्सेप्ट यू आर एक्चुअली गेटिंग योर हैंड्स डर्टी आई फील द लर्निंग इज मच मच बेटर एंड एनहैंसड In in terms of experience, मैंने tech में तो सुना है you can experience like practically एक एक चीज को Can you give an example of experiential learning? मुझे tech industry में तो पता है but I don't know how it goes in MBA. I'll take an example of tech. Uh, product management is a very sought after career function at MIT and other business schools. तो हमारे यहाँ there is something called as a PM lab, mm-hmm. uh, the product management lab. What this is is basically a one month internship kind of thing that happens during the uh, course of the year. uh when you are hooked on to a startup and you work as a product manager for a month mm-hmm. so this way someone who is not coming from a pm background can actually experience ki product management hota kya hai how does it actually work how do you interact with engineers how do you do customer interviews and this is something you would have not got had you not done an internship uh-huh. and this is something you could not have learned in a classroom so you basically experience what the product manager does for a month and yeah and learn from it That is mind blowing because मैंने जितना देखा है business schools doesn't help you completely transform your career कोई अगर engineering background से है उसे completely PM बनना हो he has to be a PM and put it in their resume in order to like get a job तो वो resume में छपने के लिए experience करना जरूरी है and that's where MIT helps right that's one way that MIT helps but at the end of the day without sugar coating I will say a lot of the effort has to be put in by the student like ek aapne lab kar li that is fine but aapko interview casing everything it's it's an entire process so you have to go through it on your own the other example i would like to give you is because i just came back from uh, is the global entrepreneurship lab now that's another flagship mit experiential learning lab that's been going on for like 20 years usme kya hota hai you are um, this is basically for people who are interested in entrepreneurship and exploring international markets so you are hooked on to a company or a startup in an emerging market like latin america asia india southeast asia africa then you go and spend like 3 weeks on site helping them solve a business problem so the project i did recently was uh, in africa and i got to travel to three countries uh, and work with a mit startup over there helping them solve some mobility challenges they were facing oh that is mind blowing so basically mit gives you all the resources 10 different opportunities in all the areas you just have to grab one and put it in your resume and do it not just grab one grab many and uh, channel all your uh, effort and energy to make sure that you get what you want mm. 
that's what I think MIT becomes unique for business point of view too because I have talked to many students at other colleges and I have never heard something like that that you can just experience any stream of your choice for a month and just do it. These opportunities are much less in other schools. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the other thing that differentiates MIT from uh, other business schools is like um, you can take classes at Harvard. You can take classes at different Harvard schools like Kennedy School, Law School, Business School. So when you live in Cambridge, you get to network with other business schools. That, that I think is great. Uh, or of course, then you have the enormous resources that the engineering tech school has. The MIT Media Lab, the MIT Engineering School. Um, I once took a course with the Media Lab. It was called AI for Impact. And that course itself had so many networking opportunities. We used to get VCs every week to come and talk to us. So if you had a startup idea, you could pitch to those VCs and you know potentially secure funding. So coffee cheese hand where you can resources are there, you just have to like make use of it. Mind-blowing. So that really gives me so much clarity about MIT. Now my final questions will be about how to get in. So can you please share what mm -hmm. makes the application unique other than GMAT's code? Like I think GMAT has to be in 95 percentile. What, what is your perspective on that? What is your perspective on essays? How to just be a unique candidate? Right. So MIT has a slightly different application as compared to other business schools. Like other business schools ask you to write essays. Uh, MIT has a cover letter written out there. That is your substitute for an essay. Iske lava, you have to record a video of yourself, uh, a one minute video of you know who you are and you know why do you want to get into MIT and stuff. Um, and and there's of course your resume. Um, Coffee components hai. If I can just go one by one, I cover letter ke andar, um, it's a 300 page cover letter where you talk about your past experiences. Now, mistake that people usually do is that they started they start talking about what their goals are, why MIT, yada yada yada. But the point is MIT doesn't want you to write a love letter to them. They want <laughs> you to talk about and what have you learned from it and how have you grown as a person. They don't even ask you for your future goals because they know that goals keep changing. People write something and they know That's why they don't even want to get into it. They're like, what have you done before? What have you learned before? Tell us. So your cover letter should just be about you know, picking up examples, two or three examples of what you've done in the past, what you've accomplished, and how you did it and what you learned. Most important part is the learning because that really defines you as an individual. So that's your cover letter. The second part is your... Um, Video. Now, video is a one-minute video, uh, which is, think of it this way. I this video not but approach it from that mindset everyone should, after seeing that video, come to you and be like, hey, I want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. So how do you show your personality uh, in that one-minute video? That is something you need to spend time on. So I wrote a script for the video. Um, things which I wanted to pick and highlight, uh, which are not covered in my resume, which were not covered in my cover letter, could be about my hobbies, uh, could be about your hobbies or anything of that sort, which is exclusive to you. Uh, try and talk about that and be cheerful, be energetic. Uh, they, want to, they want to select people who will be nice and who will gel into the community. So approach it from that mindset. And back to resume ka to standard advice, like make it more actionable, focus on the numbers, focus on what you did, what was the impact. Yeah, it's the resume is not a job description. Nobody wants to know what you're doing. Everyone wants to know what you've accomplished. What you've achieved. 
सो उन चीजों पर फोकस करना एंड दो ओवर आर्चिंग एडवाइस वुड भी कि आपके पास तीन चीजें हैं अपनी इंफॉर्मेशन देने के लिए कवर लेटर है एक वीडियो है और एक रेज्यूमे है यूज इट इन अ वे कि आप इंफॉर्मेशन सब में डिस्ट्रीब्यूट कर दो सो दैट यू गेट मैक्सिमम इन्फॉर्मेशन अक्रॉस तो पॉइंट बींग की अगर आप रेज्यूमे के अंदर कुछ नंबर डाल रहे हो कि मैंने एक्स परसेंट ग्रोथ किया तो वो एक्स नंबर कवर लेटर में लिखने की जरूरत नहीं है बिकॉज ऑलरेडी देर ऑन द रेज्यूमे यूज दैट स्पेस टू टॉक अबाउट समथिंग एल्स so just being mindful of that uh, and and just overall strategizing ki what is the information that you want to put across what is so unique about you that you feel the admissions committee should know uh, i think that's that's the way to go about it wonderful and, and that back to your point again addressing the gmat one yes the unfortunate truth is that indian males are viewed from a different barometer as compared to other applicants like we have to cross the average gmat we also have to be like I don't know seven forty seven fifty at least for a top business school. Um, that being said, ऐसा नहीं है कि जिनके कम GMAT से उनको नहीं interview calls आते हैं. I've had friends who have like seven ten seven twenties have got calls from Harvard, from Wharton, from MIT. It doesn't matter. But then just being at seven seven forty seven fifty can really help you cross that barrier, and then the focus entirely comes on your application. वरना क्या होता है कि देन देन यू हैव टू सॉर्ट ऑफ जस्टिफाई इन अ वे कि आपका जीमैट स्कोर कम क्यों है एज कंपेयर टू अदर पीपल इन दिस कोहर्ट एंड देन यू हैव टू यू नो अदर थिंग्स सो द एंटायर फोकस देन बिकम्स अबाउट इफ यू आर एबल टू क्रॉस दैट बैरियर देन इट्स ऑल अबाउट योर एप्लीकेशन ट्रू इसका एग्जांपल मैं शेयर करना चाहूंगा मैंने कई बार देखा है फॉर ऑल एमआईटी ऑल स्कूल्स व्हाट हैपेंस इज बेसिकली दे वांट अ यूनिक कैंडिडेट राइट दे एट द एंड ऑफ द डे दे वांट इफ देयर इज समथिंग मिसिंग इन देयर पूल फॉर एग्जांपल लेट्स से इन अ पूल ऑफ 10 स्टूडेंट्स दे हैव इंजीनियर दे हैव मैनेजर दे हैव कंसलटेंट दे माइट वांट अ एम फॉर अ डाइवर्स बैकग्राउंड दे माइट वांट समवन फ्रॉम हेल्थ केयर एंड इफ यू आर नॉट वन ऑफ देम दैट द कंपटीशन फॉर इंजीनियर्स विल इंक्रीज रियली हाई सो टू आउटस्टैंड जीमैट इज वन ऑफ द बिग फैक्टर क्रॉस It's not enough to have a 770 or a 780 and expect admissions from top business schools. True. So wow, Rishabh, thank you so much. I got a complete picture of MIT. Now I personally know that like MIT has much more opportunities as compared to any average school. I have talked to students from many business schools like Vanderbilt and uh, Georgetown. I got to know that there what what is less and as compared to MIT is that वहाँ पर मैंने बच्चों से बात की उन्होंने भी ये कहा कि career complete switch 360 switch बहुत difficult है. ऐसा नहीं कि एम भी बहुत आसान है बट दे गिव यू मोर रिसोर्सेज टू मेक इट पॉसिबल अगर आपको 360 स्विच अपने करियर में करना अब आई वुड से कि हर स्कूल के यूनिक रिसोर्सेज होते हैं uh, हर स्कूल अलग चीज प्रोवाइड करता है एम आई टी इज गुड एट वन थिंग अदर स्कूल एक और चीज जो हम बहुत ऑफ्टन ओवर कर देते हैं इज द जोग्राफी वन इलेवन विच इज वेरी 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 इंपॉर्टेंट वेन यूर चूजिंग अ बिजनेस स्कूल अगर आपको वेस्ट कोस्ट पे रहना है आपको अगर आपको वेस्ट कोस्ट पे रहना है 
you would probably be better off going to a Berkeley uh, or UCLA or any of the best school schools because वहाँ पे networking वहाँ पे job opportunities आपको मिलना बहुत आसान रहेगा compared to doing it on the East Coast. So oh. that's one thing to keep in mind कि अगर आपको कौन सी geography में रहना है make a decision based on that as well. Perfect. So thank you so much, Ishav. It was wonderful talking to you. I hope this video adds value to many students preparing for MBA as well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh huh.